0: And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi,
1: welcome to the future. But now, remember, no guts, no galaxy.
0: All right, hey everyone, welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast, one forty-three. We are your hosts, Phil and Darren. Today is August seventeenth, two thousand sixteen. And uh, sorry for the technical difficulties, but uh, that is life sometimes, and you just have to adapt and overcome. So no, I just want to say,
2: what is going on, guys? Yep. Hey, good, good to have you guys here. Just real quick, let me introduce you. And first of all, hello, Phil. It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, exciting to be back into this. We got uh, the Olympics going on in real life. Been uh, totally watching the Olympics. And Battletech Mech Warrior. Things are happening everywhere it's been a very exciting time. But uh, yes, you can see our special guests here. These uh, The three, uh, l- let's see, we didn't, we didn't name them yet, so I won't, I won't say what I named them, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Battletech. Do you
1: use names? That's Larry. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm low. I believe
2: you're curly. He's got that little <laughs> curl in the middle. Anyway, joining us tonight, special guests, uh, we have Jordan Wiseman, Mike McCain, and Mitch Gittleman from Hairbrain Schemes. Welcome, fellas. Uh, they have, are, of course, the developers of the upcoming turn-based tactical battle tech game, the recently released Necropolis, a single-player and co-op dungeon adventure available now on Steam. And, of course, many of you know the ever-popular Shadowrun series, a turn-based RPG including the most recent title, Shadowrun Hong Kong, and the which I just noticed today. You have the Shadowrun Complete Collection, which includes all of the Shadowrun titles, and it just happens to be right now 20% off. On Steam. Ah, thank so, you for that
1: wonderful introduction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> plug. We
1: meant plug. Thank yeah. you for that wonderful plug. No, hey, I you was. Real saying... fast about that complete collection, a very important yes. thing. If uh, you have one of the Shadowrun games and you buy that, it'll only install the two that you don't have, etc. cetera. And it knows what's going on.
3: And will only charge you, I
1: think. And yeah, I that's the, the important thing. Uh, yeah.
3: Well,
2: it's, it's a good value, no doubt about it. If you go and read the reviews, everybody loves that game. So check it out. Uh, the Shadowrun Complete Collection. And of course, eventually, I think, what is the uh, the to-be-determined date right now? May 2017. Something like that. You'll be able to buy Battletech on Steam as well.
1: 2017. But wait a minute. Important note,
2: you can back us right now. No, I know. That's that. We will get to that, believe me. Plenty of info. Right. If you still want to be <laughs> a backer, great. if you want to pre order, there's all kinds of cool stuff, and we will get to that uh, shortly. But anyway, uh, Jordan, Mike, Mitch, welcome. Thank good you. to be back. Hey, hey. Yeah,
4: it's great talking to you again.
2: It's very good to have still you guys counts. back. See? Yeah, we've got uh, about 100 people out there ready to hear about Battletech, the game. But first, before we get into that, we know that you just got back from an event, right?
4: Yeah, indeed. Are you still unpa-
2: unpacking, or?
4: Uh, in fact, literally just about an hour ago, the truck showed up and it was all unpacked. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you went to Gen Con. Uh, were you there for you were there for more than just uh, BattleTech? Obviously, I saw a lot of tweets and pictures and games and everything that you were doing. But uh, tell us about your Gen Con experience. How'd that go?
1: You're uh, oldest. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, it was overwhelming uh, the uh, you know we, we wanted to bring uh, battletech there for a sneak peek because you know the tabletop audience is uh, people that that brought battletech to life initially and and uh, and we also knew it was going to be some of our uh, most critical fans uh, and so we wanted to uh, have them get their hands on it uh, first and the, the reaction uh, we could not have hoped for uh, a better one uh, they uh, incre- incredibly enthusiastic on all aspects of the game, um, which which is <laughs> fantastic because you never know, you know. And shocking. Yeah, and um, and so that was great, uh, you know, in the in the booth and um, uh, and the reaction we were getting online simultaneously with the video we we had released on. So it was uh, it was uh, it was just it was a great love fest. It was really what it was. It yeah. was it was fantastic.
2: We will get to the video momentarily, but uh, Jordan, when was the last time you were at uh, Gen Con representing Battletech? Were you oh, ever... We're representing <laughs> one year!
4: <ago>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because we were there last year, you know... Pushing um, the Kickstarter. during, during uh, Actually, pre-Kickstarter last year, right? talking to fans. Uh, uh, Before so that, I'm going then. to Gen Con now. I, this is a, a scary number. Uh, 43 years. That I went makes to, you 45. Uh, well, I went to my first one when I was 13... Uh Lake Geneva. Uh was it was before the release of D.
2: That is crazy yeah. and cool.
4: Yeah, so that was totally geeky. So I and I haven't gotten there every single year, but I'd say all but a handful. Of, uh,
1: Jordan and I actually met at Gen Con.
2: Oh really? You got yeah. Wow. How so old were you guys?
1: We How old were we? Yeah. Uh uh Jordan doesn't remember this story, but I was fifteen and he was twenty.
3: That, that, is was cool. a, See, that
4: was a bigger delta in those days. That was than in now. Delta. <laughs> you
1: may have been twenty-one. You may have been old enough to drink.
2: Wow! I was just dreaming. So that goes yeah, way yeah. back.
4: Uh, you, uh, you you came for a demo for a booth, a demo at the booth, right? For we, of a game.
1: Well, actually, we it was the last Starfighter game. Remember, ah, remember
4: okay. That one? Uh-huh. And so
1: I, I had last Starfighter.
4: I must have been uh, twenty. Yeah, because that, that game.
1: Not like eighty two or eighty three. Oh. That
4: would have made me much older. Maybe maybe it was eighty. Check your facts, man. Go to Wikipedia. Look at yourself. Oh god, don't
3: do that. That's I don't remember events from like two years ago. I don't know. You're
0: you're new to the group, Mike. But uh i was was born in eighty four, if that you know.
2: Yeah, Phil wasn't even born. And I, I, I was, yeah, was <laughs> man, you
1: missed those.
4: Those were great years. You missed them all. Anyway,
1: yeah, it was great about the internet, <laughs> or digital content of any kind, or phones. Anyway,
4: but to, to answer your question, when was the last time I was there representing BattleTech? Uh, you know, it was probably the last time I was there representing BattleTech was actually Mech Commander.
2: Because we brought uh, we so was... Mitch, you were there too.
1: Yeah, we brought Mech... yeah. yeah. Yeah, we brought Mech Commander to uh yeah, ninety six and it yeah. came out in ninety seven.
2: Yeah, so Gen Con ninety six. So twenty years later. Yeah.
1: Hey, thanks and for that. Still <laughs> a lot of love uh, for
2: Mech Commander. Hey man, I think it's a cool thing. So now did you see people there that recognized you that knew you guys were the uh the the mech warrior and the mech commander kings?
4: Yeah, I mean I think uh you know I think one of the differences for all those years of being a Battletech, uh, for being a game designer, no one ever knew what the hell you looked like. Nobody so, knows what
1: game developers like, look like.
4: Yeah, so really it was only the advent of the crowdfunding and the videos associated with those that all of a sudden put a face to designers. Right. And so now we actually you know, actually do get recognized at the shows, and uh, uh, and people did come up and do a lot of oh, wait, no, Mech, Commander, Mech Commander love. Oh, do
1: you actually um, have that? Boom. We just unpacked. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Somebody brought...
2: Yeah. yeah see i saw you tweet that picture i was hoping you'd bring Isn't that up that cool that is so <laughs> awesome
1: absolutely pristine it is it's brand new it's got the new car smell to it <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> is that what that smell is but yeah that's uh <laughs> phil i think that phil that's even would you say that's your favorite game right there yeah
0: i mean um i still He's play it commander if 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 I if it was up to me, we'd we'd have multiple uh, mech commanders. Uh, no, I mean it's one of those things where mech commander to me was the first time it brought the battle tech sort of experience into it. You know where you've got, you know obviously little infantry dudes wasn't really present, but you know you had vehicles, you had uh, you know already air strikes. Uh, you know it brought in. Uh, and then, especially the original Mech Commander, that intro sequence of seeing the dropships come in, and yeah. and the the fact of ha- here you have a you know Ford, uh, you know uh, scouting if you will for the you know it, just all of it, and then and just I don't know about you guys, but the video sequences with the lieutenant and all those, I think like, I still like when I I still play all the time and I stream it and 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 just. They're still so damn good. And yeah, how old and is the game?
1: My was on all my children. <laughs> yeah. My wife pointed her around. I'm like, oh, she's on all my kids.
2: That's awesome. Oh, I appreciate
4: that. It was, uh, it was, you know, Mitch and I's first uh, title that we did in depth together. We'd, we'd yeah. uh, prototyped a couple others, but that was the first one we actually shipped that we did together. And uh, it's great to be coming back uh, to that subject matter in more depth uh, with the turn-based version that we're working on now. Uh, and... Yet still being able to capture some of the fluidity that we did in the real time.
1: I'd say, yeah. Also it just feel it feels kinda like Mech Commander to me when the mech warriors are uh, doing their battlefield chatter and stuff. I had flashbacks.
3: Yeah. Okay, so everybody comes by the booth and like, oh, that's like Mech Commander. And either they don't realize that this is a turn based game or they forget that Mech Commander was turned based or (laughs) was real. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the the initial impression is clearly it, it, it's of tactical battlefield
0: command. So I'm, I'm going to let you guys know, I mean, this sort of goes off on a tangent here, but Darren, we were just sort of mentioning this. We actually did not have a podcast until now to talk about the alpha footage because we didn't want to ruin sort of like our first like oppressions. And as soon as I saw it, first off, I was like, wow, this is actually really close to Mech Commander, like as far as the the aesthetics, the looks. And everything, and that was the initial impression. I was like, "Wow, they've basically they've taken Mech Commander and they've taken the tabletop, and it just it's just meshing right together." And it's going to
1: leap ahead of Mech Commander in two important ways for me personally. Uh, The first way is the level of simulation that that'll be in our BattleTech game is far greater than was in Mech Commander.
4: Even on the top surface, like heat, right? Yeah, Which is something exactly. that was not in Mech Commander because yeah. you weren't explicitly in control of it, um, and that would have been just enormously frustrating. Well, it was. Well, yeah. we, well, we, we had first it, built it. it
1: off. But, yeah. yeah, this doesn't work at all.
4: But but you know that's and that's really just the tip of the iceberg of depth of simulation. Yeah. Everything from being able to explicitly turn on and off weapons and hit locations and. Stability, things like that. So yeah. that's
1: one thing. The other Bayless. thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And melee. Yeah. And DFA. Although we had DFA.
4: Sucked. Yeah.
1: But you could do it. But in real time, think about that. You had it, you had a have a touch with that. But uh, the other thing that I think that will be bounds above the mech commanders. Uh, this game uh, historically, you know, and lore wise will be st- an okay job with Mech Commander One. Um, and Mech Commander Two, we sort of took a, a baby step. Mech, Com- I'm sorry, Mech Commander Gold, we took a baby step. Mech Commander Two, we had a lot more context, and you saw more of the noble houses and stuff like that. But the level of detail in the story and in just the battle tech background and lore that's going to be in, I
4: also think that Mike uh already uh set a very high bar for what the, the upgrade in visual fidelity is, I yeah. mean it, yeah, you know, that. it's just incredible uh, it looks the, awesome. the, the look of it and the 3D being able to really zoom in, see things in great detail oh, pull backwards. yeah, cool. it's really the art has
3: been killing it I'm really excited
0: to see what we can do uh, over the you know, and you, you speak about the 3D environment, I, I feel like uh, one of the things I recognized um, sorry, we're having some some stuttering, oh, I, I don't know yeah. what's going on
2: here you deal with that. We're, we're obviously we've moved into discussing the super pre 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 alpha video and build that you guys have currently, um, which is already at over one hundred twenty five thousand views and going up quickly. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, excitement and anticipation over this. I did link the video in chat. Um, Mitch, you brought up it, actually you just brought it up now, but you also mentioned it in the video. Um, the feeling of, let's see, like a flashback, basically. And I was wondering if you meant, and I think you meant Mech Commander, right? Not DFA or something like that. Yeah, no,
1: specifically to a flashback to Mech Commander. It's just this, the feeling that uh, that I'm still in a Battle Tech relation. Um, really cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, I was having the same feeling. It's, it's. The return it, to the it, setting. It's a crazy time, like, you know, I I can still, I love telling the story of when I walked into that uh, gaming shop in 84 and saw Battle Droids on the shelf and that Warhammer, and, you know, 32 years later, it's been a part of my life, and I'm getting the same feelings now watching the development of Battletech, and you guys talk about it, that uh, I had, you know, when MWO was announced, and even going all the way back to, you know, all the titles of MechWarrior and Mech Commander titles. It is such a great time to be a Battletech and Mech Warrior fan. And seeing um, the, the three of you in that video, it's just classic. You know, Mike looks like he's trying to live up to the veterans there, and and, and oh. you know, <laughs> and, no, he and he's going to, he's he's going to be a legend. He's a legend in his own time already. But uh, he's already a
1: better game developer than I've ever was. No, you know. I
2: agree. Everything that uh, I've seen, <laughs> seen Mike do is just phenomenal, and I'm blown away by the development of the game. But you know, and then Mitch is just want, sitting there wanting to blow everything up, and then uh, Jordan seeing you in the middle of that group. And just being super excited about, I feel like you're about your baby, you know, this is, oh, you're you're back to the Battletech universe. And I can just see it and hear it in your voice that you just have a passion for it still. And that was surreal to me, like that it's been 32 years and here we are again, in some ways coming full circle. And it's just, it was an exciting moment for me. I got goosebumps watching that video and, and the three of you guys so i just wanted to say i mean it's it's exciting it's very exciting uh,
4: it, that was it was a really fun night because we were you know
2: <laughs> yeah i got goosebumps
3: playing because i thought i was gonna die for half of
4: it <laughs> uh you know we were tired after setting up the booth and we uh we just got the new build-in from the team uh and so we really wanted to play it and, sh- and share it with all the backers first uh and then when the atlas went down with the head just totally unscripted i mean I mean, because you know, we're actually playing the real game. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was as very good. energized, and it was like, oh my god, what a classic BattleTech moment yeah. to have been captured as the first video was. It was just, it was, you know, copacetic. You know? It was. I part sense. of it also
1: you know, you're talking about that returning and bringing that energy back. It's really get excited about making a new BattleTech game or making a new Shadowrun game when you're working with a group right, of really talented people, they are into it, you know, and they weren't alive when we met the commander, right? I was alive. That's one, <laughs> <laughs> right? But that, it's really cool, it's easy to get your energy up, to see their energy, and I mean, all of the passion they bring to it, it's really bad. Well, I
4: could, I mean, what's... True. I mean, there are. So, it's very true. there's some members of our team that weren't alive, weren't when, alive. when we when we did Mech Commander. But you've also got, oh, well, you know, people like Art Apple and Eck, and you know, that it, grew up on it. That, that like Darren here, you know, yeah. discovered it in the '80s and grew up on these titles, and that just and it in became the 80s, an important in the sweet thing Sweet
1: spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? The sweet spot for you. How old were you, Darren, in, in '84?
2: Twelve.
1: Yeah. No, we were just talking about this on Twitter yesterday. Twelve is this just perfect age. You know, it's this age where magic still exists. And, you know, I saw Star Wars at 12. It was just the age. It's like, oh my God, I don't want to watch this movie. I want to be in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you were to play Mech Commander at 12, I can see how that would be pretty cool.
2: I still believe I am, a, you know, a, right. a Mech Warrior mercenary. I, I, I am inside. Don't tell me I'm not. I'm on the outside. <laughs> I, I, get a, I got an my patch. Well, we can't all be the Lord Commander, but yeah, no, i hear you. <laughs> No, I loved it because when you guys were doing that, and Phil, I'll let you get a word in here. Um, but uh, when we were when we were watching that video, and there was that Atlas headshot, and then uh, Mike made the comment, "Where's my lucky headshot?" It 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 really does feel like that game is going to be a culmination of so many things. It's going to be little aspects of Mech Commander tabletop. Uh, it just feels like BattleTech, and and this is aesthetically too. The artwork is. I, I mean, I'm speechless as far as the artwork goes. It's just beautiful, and I know.
1: And so that's all the secrets of the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been great talking. All right, all right, take it easy, guys. <laughs> now, sorry about the uh, technical hiccup there, but uh, we are back and going. But anyway, I just felt like this game is just a total culmination of so many things, and it feels so. It it smells, it looks, it breathes battle tech, and it just in every way from the the characters, the mech warriors. And uh, yeah, I'm just, if you can't tell, I am extremely excited. Uh, 2017 is not going to come fast enough. Oh, um, wait, I'm slow down to... there, Scorpio. <laughs> oh,
1: no, I could use a few more. <laughs> the development weeks? Yeah, that sounds great. No, I mean,
3: we really appreciate hearing that. And, and you know, I think the truth is, it's really exciting for, for so many of us on the development team, too, that have been longtime fans uh, or been sort of itching for the opportunity to, to work on this kind of. Hope that that excitement shows through and, and echoes your excitement and the kind fans' of excitement.
4: Well, and I think one of the things that we were holding our breath about, um, uh, and your reaction was, you know, similar to what we've seen online and what we have saw at the show, um, is that, you know, for us, as we went through our, our, our very uh, extensive uh, pre-production plan and uh, a lot of prototyping, you know, we we arrived at uh, some some changes that needed to be made to Tabletop. Battletech to make it into uh, a game that we thought was going to be successful uh, in capturing the spirit of Battletech in the computer game and changes like, um, you know, the initiative system and uh, that really emphasizes the use of light and medium mechs and, and those kinds of things, the way we're doing, uh, you know, fog of war and, um, and sensor information. Uh, and what was great to see is, is you know, even the most hardcore BattleTech fans were like, you know what, it still feels like BattleTech. And yes, those are changes, but I, I get those changes. They make sense to me. The end of the day is, it still feels like BattleTech, and that, and that was the greatest, you know, thing we were hoping to hear. Yeah.
2: I think more and more people are understanding the translation of uh, tabletop or fiction or whatever to a video game and that there are changes that are necessary, but you brought up some cool things, um, you know, as far as scouting, uh, and being able to use the light max and them having a, you know, a very definitive role, line of sight. Um, and the, the, what are you calling it? The, the five stage initiative system or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, And, and I, I do want to, uh, echo, I think you had a tweet today, Mitch, you know that that five stage initiative system just seems brilliant. You guys did an amazing job with that, and I love uh, how that does yeah. give the lighter mechs flexibility and so forth. What what else? Just for the record, that was a retweet.
1: I didn't say it was brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. I love it. it. More well, cool.
4: and, and you know. And, you know uh, kevin mcginn is the lead designer of the game we went through a lot of different uh systems and that one was one that he you know uh put forward and and uh you know it just it just trumped them all uh as we tested a lot of different ones so that, i think it was a really great uh design uh concept that he came up with and it's it's really tough so awesome. um
0: obviously well i you know you guys went to gen con a lot of people wow awesome do you guys have any favorite moments like yourselves that just either someone's reaction or just something you yeah, something that you saw that just was like oh wow that that was really cool or you know just made your you know your...
1: I had a personal moment yeah um, I met a legendary mech warrior named Sabercat and uh, and he is like getting close to my dad's age and stuff and he was there with my wife and you know, he had his own saber cat patch and stuff. I have it. Lord yeah, Commander's yeah, putting yeah, it yeah, on yeah. his uniform and stuff. Really great guy. You know, long, long, long time BattleTech player, and uh, and he got to play the game. I, I got to personally demo it for. Him. And it's like, yep, this is BattleTech. This is. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Great moment.
4: One, one of my favorites uh, uh, was a. Uh, uh, gentleman, a fan, uh, a backer of the game, and his son. And uh, uh, the video, we posted the video on Wednesday night, right? He saw the video Wednesday night, uh, uh, turned to his wife and said, I I need to go to Gen Con.
1: Um, (laughs) He He lives in St. Louis. Yeah,
4: lives in St. Louis, you know, called around to find a hotel room, put the son in the car, started driving. Got there on you know on Thursday Four and was hours. like yeah. I need to play.
2: <laughs> you know I've said it a million times. Uh, BattleTech and MechWarrior fans are the best, and I'm sure you've uh, shared Shadow that feeling Run. as far are. as uh, oh yeah. Shadowrun Shadow and, and other things as well. But there's something about well it's it's 30 plus years of of history. It's you know you have people that have full body art tattoos of BattleTech on them. Which Jordan, I, I, I've have always wanted to get your opinion on that. I mean, we, we at some of these events, Mitch can't, can't show his. Yeah. That's what you're wondering. <laughs> Mitch has got sleeves that are about yeah. So freaking hot.
4: The whole PPC thing, I'm not even going. there. Ah, uh,
2: ah. Uh. <laughs> just saying, it might be a marauder. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I mean, it's just it's one of those. Uh, you know, you just get lucky with a franchise or whatever and it becomes a part of people's lives and and you know that uh, william shatner moment uh on saturday night live where he, he's at the uh whatever that's the, the uh, science fiction convention he says get a life i've tried that a few times with <laughs> mech warrior fans and BattleTech. it doesn't work it doesn't <laughs> but uh it's amazing you know it's it's 30 plus years of lore of of uh, fiction of games, video games, the cartoon, everything and to uh, again like I said it's, it feels a little bit like a revival now you know you've got catalyst uh, reissuing the the novels and and pushing the tabletop forward um, It's just a great time to be a battletech and mech warrior fan. And uh, I know that the people in our chat tonight are as excited as I am. You can hear it in my voice. I'm super excited.
0: Yeah, you're totally fanboying right now. It's all right, bro. It's all right. It's all right. So I have a a question for you guys. And this is more in regards to how has technology um, allowed, like, or how do you think technology has allowed you to sort of... Take the next next steps to bring BattleTech to light. because I've I feel like that's one of the things that like Mech Commander to Mech Commander Two and Mech Warrior Two and all those really struggled right because just it it just wasn't quite there to bring either the visual fidelity or or uh, the the systems and behind the scenes like how, how is, is ten or that,
2: fifteen years later with yeah, the, I mean, the advancement of technology how has yeah, that yeah, affected you guys fifty
1: polygons per mech in Mech Commander Two.
4: So what there's 250 on like you know the on arm. one <laughs> arm it. yeah Yeah and it, it I mean uh you know for us graybeards uh been making video games now for 35 years I, we live in science fiction I mean just the, the the processing power that's available um and the set of tools that are available to make games now uh are are really the things of fantasy of only a couple decades ago that we can create this immersion of the environment um, you know on on budgets that aren't you know hundred million dollar titles right I mean these, these are you know this is still a small-scale development in in the realm of video games uh, and for us to be able to bring you know that kind of uh, environment to life uh, at this fidelity level uh, really amazing to those of us who remember, you know, working with the very first renderers and trying to get anything 3D on a, <laughs> a screen, uh, you know. that's you remember the Crimson oh.
1: we used to have? What was it? It was the, uh, we had a computer that was like the size. Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: of... yeah, the uh, SGI. Yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think was larger than your than your fridge, you know, yeah. in, in your dorm room and, you know, a lot. Would, would be capable of rendering the ARM now in real time of a Mac, I mean. So, yeah, it, this, is, this is this is what I, this is the digital equivalent of what I remember my grandmother talking about, like, <laughs> you know, as she went from, you know, horse-drawn bu- buggies to, you know, to jet airplanes, mm. right, in her lifetime. And, uh, and we've seen that similar level of difference now digitally in my lifetime.
1: The tools that Mike gets to use, you know, just base level of Unity, you know, that's almost free, pretty phenomenal. Oh yeah, there's tons
3: of stuff out there, and you know, one thing that that I've been thinking about more and more lately—that's a little bit off of the beaten path of this subject—but uh, there's so many amazing collaboration tools now, apps and Dropbox and Have you that yep. that we're able to work in such different and we're taking for granted, but but there's just. So many more ways for a team to collaborate and share information and iterate on ideas now. I remember there being college. So there's Pinterest.
4: (laughs) Which all these are just fantastic tools and and true. Uh, And, you know, the result is we're getting to bring these fantasies to life in ways we never dreamed possible.
2: On your own without having to, uh, yeah, be at the mercy of somebody else.
1: With forty thousand, forty over 40,000 Kickstarter backers.
2: All right, well, at the mercy of them, but
1: we love our... <laughs> oh, no, uh, I, meant, I, didn't, I mean, not on our own. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah,
2: feel yeah. at anybody's mercy. No, no, no. No, I know what you're saying. But I'm. So you don't have a big publisher or anybody breathing down your neck and making it something that you don't want it to be. You're able to do exactly what you want. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a great thing for you as a developer and for us as the consumer. The hard well, One thing we've learned, friends.
1: we've worked with publishers before, and we've been publishers, you know... And so any deal that we ever make with a publisher involves complete creative control anyway.
2: Absolutely. So now we had version 0.0.7 at Metcon. Uh, I do know that you guys are going to be at, uh, I'm sorry, I I meant GenCon. GenCon. Yes. Now, MechCon. I know you guys are going to be there. Is there any word on what we might see there? Are we going to see 0. 0. 0.0.8, or is that still to be decided? We're
3: most likely going to see the same build at MechCon. We uh, may have some new cinematics or other pieces to show. Uh,
1: the, the main thing well, is we we'll have to stay focused it. on making the game and getting it out on time. <laughs> Mr. Weissman will admit that's a great idea. Yes. December <laughs> <laughs>
4: We got a little time, but but yeah, I, I think what we uh, one of the things we don't want to do is get into uh, a situation where you know demo builds are are detracting from the, exactly. the schedule. You know, Absolutely. we really want to be very conscious of that
1: discipline.
2: So. Well, we're very much looking forward to seeing you at MetCon, and I know you guys are going to do some panels, and you'll have a lot to say and show and so forth. So, looking forward to that. Now, as we mentioned earlier, there's an estimated shipping date of somewhere in 2017. Did you not want me to say May or? Are you... <laughs> Well, birthday. Uh, that's my birthday, so that's
4: uh, fine. Yeah, I mean the 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 date that was in the kick in the Kickstarter campaign uh, got blown away by all the features that were added to yes. the the game via the Kickstarter. So at this point, we're just kind of saying, you know,
1: 2017.
4: mid mid twenty
3: seventeen. We're not an order of magnitude off of
2: that or anything. Yeah. But you know, well, if it does no happen, more as we come into twenty seventeen, if it does happen to land on May thirty first. I'll be totally fine with that. <laughs> Is that right? my birthday present. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the, the Kickstarter you're speaking of, it raised just under $2.8 million, which basically means everything was- Called funded, it. Including, I called it. You, you, Told yeah, you. I think we all called it, but yep. uh, everything was funded, including the single player campaign, the expanded mercenary campaign, and PvP multiplayer. Um, but as you were mentioning earlier, if you missed out on the Kickstarter, you can still become- what are you calling it? A late reinforcement. Late reinforcements, backer. yeah. Yes. So uh, we love the reinforcements uh, here at Warrior. Um, to check that out, people should head on over to battletech.backerkit.com, and we'll put that link in chat. Um, but tell us a little bit about this. If, if people are wanting to come on board now, I know you can uh, pre-order via backer kit, like I just mentioned. And some of those are just the basic games. Some of them include beta access. But you have other things Bones on there, like there as well, yeah. right? right? Like blueprints and supplementals and the 3050 TRO and bagels. So tell us about that, uh, that page.
3: <laughs> bagels are round. Um, they have a hole
2: in They're the food well, of thank our you, people. Mike. Uh, <laughs>
3: they're very tasty.
4: So, well, yeah, one of the things that uh, people uh, – <clears throat> it amazes exactly. us that as much as we try to communicate, you know – we don't find everybody and and so a lot of people at the at Gen con even though we were at Gen con last year were like, "Oh my God I didn't know you guys were doing this and and of course the video exposes it to a lot more people and also I think helps build the case that this is a very different game than than previous attempts at this uh, and uh, you know and that we're actually gonna ship um something that uh, that as you've said and, and we saw Gen con have you know been waiting many years for. Uh, so they said, we'd love to get involved. Um, uh, obviously, it was too late for us to open up the levels that include physical goods, because all those physical goods have shipped or are shipping uh, as we speak. <clears throat> Things like the patches and the jackets and the banners and all that kind of stuff is all uh, in, in route to the backers. Uh, but we could open up the uh, three digital tiers. Um, so the, the first tier is at $25 and is the, the game uh, itself. Uh, the second tier is at $35, um, includes the game, um, and uh, a uh, digital um, PDF of, uh, of the art of um, uh game.
2: Uh, soundtrack. And, I and the soundtrack, right? <laughs> and, and then there's and the 50. The 50- the, if I can just put my, the, the art is amazing, totally worth every dollar uh, for getting that as well. But yeah, sorry to interrupt.
4: Oh, yeah. And the, the concept art, I mean, most of which isn't going to be released until that book, because, you know, we don't want to spoil uh you know the, the characters and environments in the game but the I can, the concept art continues to be at the quality that was shown in the uh uh in the Kickstarter campaign. We are you know Jen and uh Jen and, and Joel. Um just they're just um and Mike himself. Never know. Yeah time allows. Uh and then lastly the fifty dollar tier um uh is all of the above plus access to the beta campaign uh the beta uh, that can't <laughs> be the program, yeah, the beta, the beta program. Uh, and the uh, and I think it also comes with like uh, an atlas and a custom paint scheme. There's, and uh, the yeah, novel by a... Stackpole as well, yep, yep. Oh, and the four novellas by uh, Mike Stackpole, um, yes. of which uh, we uh are getting close to releasing the first one, uh, the first of those.
2: Good times, man. But then also, you can uh, people can. Purchase the uh, blueprints, those classic poster blueprints, and other PDFs of some cool books. A lot of stuff that takes me back.
4: Yeah, those those are add-ons to whatever tier you know you wanted to uh, to get involved at.
2: I love the uh, the sword and dragon cover art. God, there's so much of this stuff that is just. Anyway, good stuff. And thirty fifty was one of my favorite TROS. You need a moment. I do need yourself? a moment, but as I'm on cam, I'm not going to take my moment. So <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so everybody still has the chance to get involved, to back the game, to be a part of it. It's an exciting time. I'm seeing a lot of banners showing up behind people, yep. streamers. All of a sudden there's yep. banners behind them. Yeah. Uh, that's been very cool.
0: You know, um with the banners too, I think it just sort of goes to show is like the diversity, right, of people and their allegiances and and you know, obviously we see it when in, in mechwar online and we've seen it in mechwar four with clans and, and leagues and stuff where you literally have people that have said, you know, I'm Davian Davian at heart. I'm, you know, I'm Kareed at heart. I'm never going to change. And there's just something like, like why, you know, and something either they read in a novel or they saw a logo, they saw a mech and just something intrinsically just pulled them towards that. Obviously it continues with what you guys are doing. But I also think what you guys are doing too is you're taking it a step further because now you're making them live in a universe that they've only read about. And I, and I feel like that's going to be something that's unique as well as, you know, these mechwares. And as uh, you guys said on your latest Q&A, mechwares are going to die left and right. So it's going to be interesting having that, like, tug and pull of, you know, uh, that emotional connection as people make. And for some that do like the Iron Man mode that you guys have talked about, too, where you may have a, uh, a, a dossier of, you know, uh, a, rest in peace countess sort of thing rest in peace you know uh, beast and stuff where I don't know it's just something like that now the players are going to be able to uh, take that next step in the relationship if you will and and it's going to be really cool anyways that's just me
1: it's really amazing how you know people uh, get an affinity for their favorite thing like for example uh, there was a guy who came up to Jordan at Gen Con, uh, and he had a business card from his son. He had named his son Griffin. Oh, yeah. After not, you know, the Griffin Mech, not not the uh, mytho- mythological Griffin. I got an email last week after Gen Con, I haven't told you about it yet, from a guy who was going through a really hard time personally, as everybody does occasionally, but he was he was going through something. And as he was going through very very personal and horrible event in his life his steiner uh livery came oh, really? and he got the the steiner uh the keychain right it says indomitable will like yeah that's me and he actually was able to rise above it like he wrote this wrong wow. mail i'll forward it to you sorry i haven't yet like that helped Just having that on his jacket indomitable will
2: Great! It's badass. It is pretty significant that you've uh, Jordan created something that does uh, resonate with so many people. I, since we've started with MechWare Online, I've talked to several people who have literally named their children after you know characters from fiction and so yep. forth, and um, that always floors me. Um, but I understand, and and I think you know we we're talking about people's allegiances and so forth. I talk to people about this all the time. Um, I think it has a lot to do with when they were introduced to BattleTech or MechWarrior. Like you know, since I started in the '84, in essentially. Well, and you, you um, were 12, right? Yeah, that's I was 12. And that's literally exactly the same age same as I age. was introduced. But see, I was introduced when there weren't clans, so I'm Intersphere all the way. I'm Intersphere for life. Um, and I like all the classic mechs, you know, and, and, or the unseen, et cetera, because that's what was around my time. But tons of people were introduced at mech Warrior 2. That seems to be an entry point for a lot of people. Yeah. And so, therefore, their favorite mech, you know, it's the Timberwolf and, and so forth. And it's just funny. You can almost always, you know, as soon as somebody tells you what their allegiance is or what their favorite mechs are, you can tell where they entered the franchise.
4: Yeah, I, I equate it to uh, what's your favorite doctor? You know, it's the one you started watching with, right? I mean, it's, it is your entry point that you that grabs that emotional connection for you. Um, and uh, whether that's the vehicles or the, uh, or the, the, the factions of their leaders or, you know, uh, another character within a faction, you know, um, that's, there's something that, you know, that because of where you are in life at that time, speaks to you. And, uh, and that kind of little grip on your heart just doesn't go away.
0: And I think what's really cool, too, is because you guys are coming in at the thirty twenty five, you know, sort of time frame, that may expose a lot of people that have never really uh, had an experience in that. Uh, you know, a lot of them may have just had clans. Like, when I got into MechWarrior 2 back in the day, MechWarrior 2, MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries, clan invasion, clan, you know, this and that, and it's always sort of played on that struggle and that, um, you know... that. That event, and now you guys are taking a step back. And I think, for me at least, reading the novels, Darren, we've talked about this where um I felt like it found it sort of created a nice foundation of understanding of of sort of the setting of battle tech, right? This gritty, this dark uh right, this this you know, feudalist, if you will, um, you know, uh, warfare going on where you have this on one side, this you know technology that we can't even really fathom right now and then on the other hand you still have this you know war torn and poverty and and the same sort of struggles that we have you know um so yeah
2: my favorite comparison is uh, game of thrones with battle mechs
0: <laughs> yeah
2: um, but there is just so much and and that's one of my favorite things is getting somebody new to the franchise uh interested in it and then they find out that they've you know not even the tip of the iceberg how much history and how much there is to to chew on and 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 get into in the BattleTech universe but anyway we have taken up a lot of your time we appreciate you being here is there anything that you guys want to uh get across to our audience before we let you go today any uh specific points what's coming up in your rockstar BattleTech lives of developing uh the the next generation game well the whole uh...
3: rockstar thing
1: Could you tell my kids about that yeah <laughs>
3: Come on, um, they've got know. Um, we'll be at PAX. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here in Seattle
4: uh, in a couple Foxy? weeks. Yeah. So another that's... another chance to you know to get your hands on and play at PAX, uh, and then at MechCon as we talked about, we're real excited to be there in a, in a big way and uh, and participate uh, with uh, Piranha and in creating a little love fest for uh, for all things Mech. Um, and besides that, there'll just be a lot of heads down, you know, making the game.
2: Yeah. So, what's uh, what's the rest of the year look like for you? It's you'll be attending PAX and uh, MetCon, but it's just a lot of development. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those are the two shows.
3: You know, I kind of signed off the last Kickstarter update saying, you know, we're going to go back to work for a few months, but uh, we're showing up the rest of the combat game, starting to work on the multiplayer stuff like that, basically expanding outwards from the foundation of our our combat. Experience. That takes us easily here, uh, and you know, next big sort of public event being the backer Kickstarter backer beta, uh, which you know.
2: That sounds awesome. Well, we look forward and just to just one
1: that. more thing. I yes. guess you, you, you mentioned uh, uh, the Lord Commander, but Depth from Above is on our sister
2: company Hyper RPG the
1: channel. Yep. i'm about uh,
2: to uh, i'm about to push that so i'll there you I, go <laughs> i've got to deal with professionals here hey man that's the best show on on hyper rpg and i appreciate a lot of stuff that they do but uh I, anyway i will get to that for more information on BattleTech and Hairbrain schemes you can check out battletechgame.com for more answers to your questions because i know we didn't get to a lot of technical questions and the reason why we didn't do that is because you guys have been doing great q a's on hyper rpg on a regular yep. basis so if you want more technical questions answered that you didn't get here today head on over to twitch.tv forward slash hyper RPG. you can check out the past broadcasts and there's several uh and a's on there at least really good info all the technical stuff that i know you guys are wanting to know in chat be sure to check that out but also on HyperRPG, there's a lot of other good content as well including what uh, mitch was just bringing up death from above which to me is first of all you've set the bar higher as i'm far so as jealous do yeah.
0: you guys realize how jealous
2: you have like. the, the most awesome tabletop setup. Uh, you can't even call them minis anymore. The the, the <laughs> and and uh, Jordan, you've been you've had a hand in in painting those and making some of them, right?
4: Uh, yeah. All the uh, all the first ones that we destroyed, I painted. I haven't been able to keep up since then.
2: Uh, we destroyed a lot of mechs. Uh, yes, I because
4: uh, yeah, this actually is from the early days of tabletop battle Talk when we were out promoting uh, the game. Uh, we would do these, uh, these these demo sessions where we would have all sorts of implements of destruction, and as the mechs took damage, that would be applied to the models. Uh, and so that's what we do on Death from Above as well. As they take critical hits, they get chewed up and melted and drilled upon and so on. But it's also it a role-playing
1: such... game, too, and that's part yeah, of the yeah. fun, too. Yeah,
4: I think actually that, that's the endearing, uh, and, uh, and I think the, the, the key to it is it's a really quality uh, storytelling venue that Mitch and Tyler have, have created and a yep. uh, you know, whole bunch of really memorable characters and a lot of uh, uh, exciting, and it's you know it's loosely set in the same uh, area and universe, um, uh, universe of characters that our campaign will be set in. Actually, so. yeah,
1: this week on Death from Above, uh, this Friday, is uh, Third Succession War Armistice. That's what that's the setting yeah. for this time. So it's I 6 think the
3: big question is whether any
1: of those characters
3: will
2: live to see the events of art. That's a very good question. Yeah. We've already seen not everybody lives. So that's six PM on Fridays, right? Uh, six PM yeah. Pacific. Pacific time, yeah. So like I said, and I know I'm biased, but I think it's the, by far the best show on Hyper RPG. It is really good. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, check out Death from Above featuring Mitch Gittleman as the Lord Commander and Tyler does an amazing job. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, He's a freaking genius. And so just a lot of good stuff. Plus, I think, what is her name that does the, the watching paint dry? Oh, Viking uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so that's a lot of cool uh, painting the minis. I don't like calling them minis, but, you know, uh, amazing.
0: Um, they, you know, that, that sort of works. Minis? Yeah, you know. They're smaller than an actual battle, battle Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway. Yeah, they're, they're a lot to of... battle
2: mechs what real minis are to humans. You oh, you wow. There you go interesting comparison so yeah that's it's uh definitely worth checking out twitch.tv forward slash hyper rpg and you can also follow them on twitter at we be so be sure to check out uh you guys are posting stuff all the time all news. the time yeah so lots of cool info and uh if you are available in the pacific northwest you can see them at pax and at metcon in december so anyway we want to thank you guys again for being here it was a pleasure and uh we look forward to doing this again in the near future. Yeah. One so yeah. nice last thing. Uh, you know, we are regular contributors on
1: battletechgame.com, our forums. And so there's a really nice community of players uh on the forums. There's also a Death From Above uh forum on there, but uh, the development team regularly gets on and answers questions. Right. I
0: was gonna okay, say so also follow also follow Mitch on, on Twitter. He posts stuff all the time. So
2: uh, Mitch is on Twitter and, uh, on Twitter too. and I'm McCain. old, so I'm not on
4: Twitter. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, definitely not s-
2: I'm so jealous, me. Jordan. I'm very jealous. <laughs> of that, but it's just, it would be nothing but, butt pictures <laughs> <laughs> all right. of That's-
4: all kinds of animals. We're not talking to <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah.
2: I love it. Anyway. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for taking the time and appreciate you being here. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and thank you all out there in chat for being here. And, uh, getting to share the experience. Like I said, if you have more technical questions, because obviously we didn't get to those for reasons, go check out their past broadcasts, uh, the Q and A's on Hyper RPG. Phil, Uh, you want to take us out? Yeah, guys,
0: just want to say thank you again uh, to uh, HBS for coming out here. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be able to actually meet you in in a few months in a few months shake your hand hanging out
2: with you at uh, metcon maybe maybe yeah. have a beer be that.
0: maybe have a beer i don't know it, we're, we might yeah you never know might and never. george
2: Ledoux, he's in chat yep. he's gonna be there as well george Julian fisher george well,
0: sure. george is we're gonna, gonna, gonna the be party. there but yeah i just want to say thank you to everyone out there uh for showing up sorry about the technical difficulties uh hopefully we'll uh have that squared away next time uh, just want to say, again, if you're new to the channel, don't forget to click that follow button and check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And, of course, make sure to click on those links to head over to their Twitter, uh, Hyper RPG, and uh, follow them. And uh, definitely, like I, uh, Darren said, check out that DFA show. You you might become addicted, just, just saying.
2: Addicted. It, is too, it is too good. It is and,
0: so much fun. You know, anyways, guys, this is your local No Guts, No Galaxy Macware podcast signing off for tonight. My name is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors, peace. Thanks, guys, again. That was awesome.
4: Well, thank yeah, you, thank you, guys. Always. That was great. We apologize for the technical issues on our side as well.
0: Nah, you guys are great. Good work, flawless. It's all good. <laughs>
2: good night, guys. All
1: right. Good well, night, guys. Good night. Cheers. Good night. Keep in touch.